Oh, necked it. Actually, I think it's a kick forwards into the right. That's intentional runner. It's going to get there. Oh, excuse me. Look at this one. This could be close. <laughs> this could oh, be really man. close. <laughs> Good evening. Good afternoon, everybody. Happy Valentine's Day. Uh, happy Ash Wednesday. It's a, it's a huge day for saints and uh, for canonized individuals. Uh, it's a huge day for us, obviously, because we get to record a podcast. Uh, Andrew, how are you? Oh, I'm good. Happy Valentine's Day. I Thank mentioned you. before we got on, we're doing Wine Wednesdays. So this is a little Pinot for you. Cheers. That's <laughs> it's as the another thing about you being on the the true West Coast now, I, I expect, along with biking and surfing, pretty soon you'll, you'll oh, have yeah. to be a sommelier. I got hit pretty hard with one of those, like, direct mail kits, like, all of the stuff when you, like, move. And you get, like, 20 pamphlets, uh, one of which was, like, a wine subscription box, which, uh, you know, very clear sucker for. They, they yeah. can be pretty good. So I think it's First Leaf. Maybe we'll get them as a sponsor. To hear them. Uh, I feel like they do a lot of good sponsorships in the podcast world. I feel like they're a great brand. I hear good things. Yeah. So we'll we'll reach out to them, or maybe they'll hear this and reach out to us. But uh, shout out so. to First Leaf for I think this is from actually here up in Napa. So oh, on my that's awesome. my wine snobbery bullshit. We're all about local sourcing always, uh, and had a great pod last week uh, on your side very interesting interview everyone should check it out if they if they haven't caught it yet but but glad to be back um we have a lot to talk about in the golf world it was obviously a huge uh golf week on and off the course mostly off the course this week uh, unfortunately because we did have a really good on course product um but also we are coming off the big game uh, i don't know if we have any licensing rights to to say it but uh it is post big game bender um it is the parade today uh shout out to a friend of the program eric corcoran on his second super bowl championship uh his back-to-back -back ring yeah we are glad to hear that before we get to the super bowl or hopefully honestly if we get i would love to get a cease and desist for that from the nfl yeah sure that somehow makes makes their radar yeah uh but yeah the big game this weekend before we get there tom we need to talk about your, your status coming Moving back to the lineup off of the the IR, yeah. Uh, how are you? How are your ribs? How's the other guy? Yeah. So not only was I out for the podcast last week, uh, I was out from obviously basketball. Which, of course, if you're following me on Twitter, I've been I've been trying to be as active as possible in replies on golf Twitter, and then it's in my own world. Uh, had to take a week off last week uh, because of a it fracture is the wrong word, but it. A slight set of cracks uh, on the left side of my rib cage, some effed up cartilage, and then a lot of a lot of just muscle damage, a lot of soft tissue. Uh, so two weeks ago, so I think the the last week of March or the last week of January, uh, went up for a rebound, tight game. We're up by like six with a minute left. Uh, so we need to get these boards to you know make sure we're getting fouled and get sent to the line. I get the rebound, clearly have it. While I'm in the air, I just like get smoked. Don't know like how this kid hit me, but pretty sure it was a straight elbow, uh, and like went down hard. Held onto the ball, got the timeout, got myself out of the game. Not to like be heroic or anything, but it you know it was a, it was a big play. And then got home and like couldn't stand up straight. And breathing was pretty difficult. So I was like, oh, maybe I didn't just get the wind knocked out of me. I, I might have some serious damage here. Didn't say anything about it, obviously, because you don't want to be the guy in the office talking about your like co-ed basketball league injury. Uh, 
Then Thursday of that week, went to the gym, tried to do a sit up. And if you have you ever like snapped a pencil in half, like that sound, that's yeah. that's the sound that I heard coming out of my rib. Like that's what the sound my body made. And I was like, holy shit, I, I should probably, I should officially get this checked out. Uh, of course, didn't do that because I'm a young man and we're invincible and I'll never die. Uh, right. Spent two more days just hanging out in the real world. Went to Radagast for the New York City folk. You understand what that means. Yeah, that's my favorite place. Um, that's one of my five favorite places in the world. Got sloshed. Um, by like 6.30 p.m., I knew that I like could no longer put this off. I was in serious trouble. We went to one more bar. I like really couldn't speak like or laugh without any sort of pain. So I went to the ER Saturday night and wait, so was, wait, how sloshed were you at the ER? <laughs> well, I was more, it was like the, um, like tired. Like I was like, I couldn't focus. You were already it. hungover. <laughs> yeah, I was, it was already kind of hitting hangover and like, couldn't really describe to the doctors the pain I was having. I was just like, hurts, like this hurts. Uh, and they were like, all right, um, we'll do some x-rays, do a CAT scan or a CT or whatever it's called. Uh, and they were like, yeah, no major fractures, but you definitely have some, some like hairline stuff and ruin some cartilage. Um, and there's nothing we can do about it. Like there's no treatment other than ice and ibuprofen. So I've been kind of just riding out intense pain for the last week. But we're we're back. We're on the mend. Wow! So they didn't do anything. They were just like, no. I was there from maybe skip a week of basketball. No podcasting for a week, and then yeah, that's it. I was there from nine thirty p.m. to four thirty a.m. Uh, Saturday night, Sunday morning, and at the end of it, I was pretty angry. And this nurse came up to me. She was like, "Yeah, you're all good." Um, we actually found, they found totally unrelated. They found like a spot on my lungs in the CT scan. And they're like, you need to come back in three months to make sure that's not lung cancer. I was like, are you, are you kidding me? Like I've been here for six hours about my ribs and you're throwing out this like possible lung cancer thing. What do I do about my rib? And she was like, there's nothing we can do about that. You kind of just got to suck it up. I was like, Jesus. Okay. Uh, but yeah, took a week off from basketball. Honestly, probably good. I, I, I have sucked of late and uh, came back really refreshed last night. Put up two points, a bunch of blocks, a bunch of steals. Really good defensive game. I saw I saw the stat line. That's great. Yeah. Um, so we're, we're well, back. We're, we're glad to have you back for the record. Let's make sure we, we get that checkup in three months and go see what the yeah, spots no, are. Yeah, it's... it's, it's <laughs> I haven't gone a, a, an hour without thinking about it, uh, needing to reschedule it and making sure I find a good radiologist because uh, I, I don't want them to miss that. 99.99%. Uh, it's a very common thing. Apparently, like most people have it. You just don't ever realize it because you never get a CT scan on your chest. Um, right. But knock on wood, we're, yeah, we're well, fine. We just got to check on so, it. Who knows? Maybe a, a blessing in disguise. Yeah, uh, that's what my dad said. He was like, thank God you went to the doctors. I was like, sure, that's one way to think about it. Um, honestly, like of all the weekends to be cooped up on the couch, Super Bowl weekend is not a bad one uh, with the combo of the WPMO and, and everything that happened in Las Vegas. That's It's certainly not a bad time to be wrapped up. We'll do a quick, you have to. I'm obviously upset. I'm, I, I don't care for the... For Chiefs Kingdom, financially, it wasn't a bad day. It wasn't a good day by any means. But uh, what, what are your major takeaways from, from the big one? Yeah, I, I didn't bet on it, actually. I just couldn't make up my mind. I, I, my mind said to bet with the Chiefs, but I wanted the 49ers to win. I'm out here in San Francisco, so I was rooting for them. But it, it felt financially irresponsible to bet on the 49ers and to bet yeah. against Patrick Mahomes. So I, yeah. I just stayed out of it, um, which I'm glad I did, clearly. Uh, it, it is pretty amazing. I mean, the, the craziest thing about it is that like Tom Brady was 
so recent in terms of like no one will ever do this again. Yeah. And I think Patrick Mahomes is already like basically there's only the only one ahead of him right now is like Tom Brady in terms of careers that he has to match. So that's yeah. like the the big storyline that that at least like I'm interested in. There's all of the Super Bowl chaos and the Taylor Swift stuff, and I I guess my take there is like I'm I'm kind of over it. Like I yeah I don't know. I guess I I hope they're happy. They seem they seem good together, but I, I would prefer it to not be a huge storyline next year. Yeah. Um, but yeah. What about you? I uh, I'm right there with you. I uh as i had mentioned like very good friend uh does work for the chiefs like it's it's obviously cool to like have a friend have a second super bowl ring but uh we all hate Wait, the chiefs get a ring? yeah he gets a ring pretty pretty cool oh yeah. man that is so cool yeah it's sick but we were i was certainly not rooting for the chiefs as like a a, a brady legacy defender and honestly like a Gronk legacy defender. No, obviously no one questions that Mahomes still has a long, long way to go to even come close to being in the same stratosphere. And I think that's what the stats this weekend really put back into perspective for me. Like Tom and Bill had 31 playoff wins. Andy and Patrick are now at like 16. And, you know, this was Patrick's fourth Super Bowl. Tom went to 10, like, it's nice that we're going to start projecting, but we we're not having that conversation yet. And I don't think anyone really believes that. Um, I think, I think to your point, just on that from like a longevity perspective, you're totally right. Yeah. Um, But that's because the only way to achieve longevity is literally to sort of be doing it for 20 years. Like, yeah, there's no way that Patrick could be any further ahead than he is right now. There's the point that other people are making is like, yeah, Given the time that he's played, there is nothing you could ask or like say. Yeah, he's, that you, he's, he's perfect. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He is Tom in 2005. Like no argument there. The the one that I like really will die on is people just are ignoring how much better Rob Gronkowski was than Travis Kelsey. Like certainly was this season and will ever be at any point in his career. Like. Kelsey is not in that early stage, like we have to wait and see kind of thing. Rob was a game wrecker and Travis is yeah. not. And like, there's so much like, if you can't have Travis Kelsey, who are you taking as your second guy? I can have Travis Kelsey and I'm taking Rob. I'm taking like Dan Gronkowski, to be honest. Like Rob and Travis are not in the same conversation. I've never liked Travis. It's not the media attention this year. It's it's just like so many people out there were Patriots haters, so they refuse to acknowledge how different Gronk is, and it's That's, it's yeah. really just disrespectful. But I, I would agree with that one hundred percent. Gronk is way more likable uh, and way further ahead of sort of yeah. the rest of the talent, like tight end wise. Like I, I don't yeah. think Travis is. I still think you could. For sure, make an argument that you would take Greg Kittle over Travis Kelsey, and in general, like he's Travis is nowhere near Gronk's no. level of talent and what he yeah. meant to the Patriots. I actually, I like Kelsey's super important to the Chiefs, but like they're actually like they actually proved it this year. They were a very dynamic team. Like they didn't have yeah. just sort of one way to win, which is sort of a credit to them and to uh, their whole team and their defense. But yeah, I think it definitely wasn't like the Kelsey show. Like he sort of makes it out to be 100 percent. that's that's honestly that's a great last point that's the scariest thing about the chiefs is like all of my a lot of my action involved kelsey getting into the end zone and is why a lot of my action fell short because they just they don't need him they don't need him the way that most teams need a star which is really terrifying um but yeah it was pretty quickly jason kelsey absolutely Dog. Did not love him anymore. And his and uh and Kylie, is that her name? Yeah, I think she she's my favorite of the bunch. She's such a homer, like just a goat. Uh like one of the best like fans out there as well. Like will not wear anything that's not for the Eagles. She'll support Travis, but she will not cheer for this. Yeah, she wore like a Cincinnati sweatshirt to the Super Bowl. It was incredible. She's awesome. 
She's great. Uh, somehow, like, the live event in Vegas got overshadowed by this. I don't know. I, I think that their marketing was attempting to, like, siphon off support from the Super Bowl. But the, the, the tweets that I read and the publications I read said there's really no signage. There's, there's nobody discussing it. It, it seems like you, you obviously want to attach yourself to attention, but you, you can't pick that one. You, you, you know? Who knows? Because I think for Liv, like, why not? I mean, the best case they probably have for them is like, there's a bunch of people in the city already. Like, how yeah. do we sort of get them on their day off and steal them for like four hours and get them to watch yeah. this event or go listen to some music at least? Like, maybe yeah. they just tricked them into thinking it was one of the biggest pool parties. That I think that's I think that's right. That that probably was the whole strategy. Certainly not like a sustainable solution, but maybe you picked up a few fans. But I, I think if, if fans are straggling in, they're not gonna know the difference. They're gonna be like, Oh, I'm at a PGA tour event. They they probably aren't gonna register, even with all the live signage on course and the differences. That's like trying to win over the undecided voter in October. Like th those people who randomly show up at a live event have no idea what's, what's going on in the golf world. They, they are Super Bowl sickos. Oh, for sure. I, I mean, I don't think live theoretically, they should be building congruity between events, right? Like yeah. you watch this week, hopefully that same person tunes in next week and they, they become a fan of the league. Yeah, it seems like every week because they're now on a break for like six weeks or something. Mm -hmm. and it's not they're not coming back to the US for a while. So it's there is every event is shot at the dartboard and like, how do we trick people into coming here? And then who knows, like, I think all of the sort of league congruity and building fan bases like is, is still very much an afterthought, even if they pretend like there are teams that you should care about. Agree. And that's that's I that's why we put live on the agenda is more to talk about um, we, we had the opportunity to watch, uh, during the AT&T and a little bit this weekend, just cause there wasn't like, cause of weather PGA scheduling was messed up. So it was the golf that was on and you're exactly right. Like I don't feel any sort of connection to any one of these teams. Like they were honestly a detraction, um, because Mayakoba was, was a very good golf tournament from a non live PGA tour perspective. Like it was a close, exciting golf tournament. Uh, and I, I kind of yeah. liked that everyone was finishing up at the same time. Like that really added value to, to what was going on. But then they would just pump in like the team scoreboard for 60% of what was on the scoreboard coverage. And I, I, like that means absolutely nothing to me. And I, I can't imagine a world where it ever will. I wonder how tied in or like how, how much have they actually committed to like these teams in this format like, what is to stop them from being like no literally next week we're just going to do it totally differently like we're going to yeah. do teams on thursday and then individuals like does it matter have they committed to people that it's going to be this format or because if you're just throwing stuff against the wall like switch it up and to your point definitely on the final day to have like a really compelling whatever like 1v1 matchup or the best players in the world, like finishing in the dark. And then for the actual result to be something totally separate yeah. is, is just confusing. No, I, I agree. And I, I, I honestly think they're pretty locked in. Like a lot of the cutaway stuff that they had was like, they, they had a clip about why Rom picked the team name that he did and like why he picked the logo that, that he did. Just like, I, I, who, who could possibly care about that? Like, if the PGA Tour did it, I would feel the same way. Like, I, I have no interest in why Legion 12 or yeah. whatever was, was what came to Rom's head. It just, it doesn't, it's not why I tune into golf. And, you know, I, I, that's part of the experiment. But I'm tuning into a regular-ass golf tournament to watch John Rom and Joaquin Neiman and Sergio Garcia, like, go head-to-head-to-head. To head to head. I'm not interested in, in the cliques, you know? Totally. To, to their credit, though, like they came up with this entirely different format. The odds that they were going to get every little version of everything correctly without testing it, I, I think, was super low. And yeah. it sounds like they, they actually got some things right. So, like, 
the fact that they didn't give themselves any leeway to like iterate, like at least in the first few years, and be like, "This was a good idea. This was kind of dumb. Let's somehow yeah. make this more normal." Like to just go, go so far in the other direction without some room for like recalibration seems like a, a misstep. I yeah, agree. Um, and you're you're totally right. Like a lot of their ex- their experiments or tests have like I've really enjoyed. Um, like I said, the I I kind of enjoyed the shotgun format, like knowing that in 30 minutes those three guys are going to be you know finishing out their 18th hole like very interesting from a perspective of of pro golf like um unless we're at a truly special golf course i don't need to see them play the course yeah. and the routing that it was set up by the the architect i was, like, I was just going to make that point yeah uh, there are a, a couple of courses where i think to, to do the story right like you you want the people to finish yes. on 18 because correct that that's it was it was built for that um but to your point like yeah it's probably true that in the most most cases it's not it's not that important yeah like the the flip side of what they were going up against in Mayakoba is the exactly yours like you need the drama of that tee shot into 18 on pebble like you need the ocean in play right. for that storyline to have the appeal that it that it does. Whereas if someone's finishing on, I mean, there's no bad holes at Pebble, but if someone's finishing on like 15, it's just, it, it really doesn't hit the same. Um, but yeah, that, right. that is a good point. Okay, so look, that's live, right? They just, whatever, we, we've talked about them now for a couple of weeks in a row because they, they got some shine. But I think the point still remains like they now aren't playing for a few weeks. It's not yeah. gonna be in the US again for a little while. Yeah. So it, it's just, it's also, I think, a misstep on their point where it's like, they were, they were just getting some momentum building and it's all going to sort of dissipate now leading up to the Masters. Yeah, it'll, it'll be gone. The only reason I tuned in is because it rained really hard in Monterey. Like that, that is what happened. Um, and I, yeah. I didn't dislike the product, but that is the reality of, of why we were checking. Uh, and very difficult for them to go up against WPMO, even though... Maybe not the uh, the brightest star on the on the PGA Tour calendar this year, and it was interesting to see. Maybe this was just a Zach Johnson moment, like how he how frustrated he's been with Phoenix for the last twenty years. I don't know if that that yeah. uh, that sentiment carries throughout the tour. Um, I have a lot to say about what went on last weekend, but curious to hear how you felt. The, the tour handled themselves in, in Phoenix or Scottsdale. Yeah. I will say like, I haven't, I haven't been to the waste management. I don't think you have either. Right. Which is <laughs> criminal on, on both of our parts. We, we, Embarrassing. I think, I think we have to go there to be able to kind of speak intelligently about it. But if you were to just to look at it from, you know, a thousand feet or whatever it is and be like, yeah, the two people who complained were, were Zach Johnson and Billy Horschel. So like, it, it probably was, it wasn't that bad. Like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Like, it, the two, the fact that they both complained or whatever it was was like, that feels right. Um, you know, I, yeah, I think no, it does. It sounds like a lot of people were. Part of it is just like a media thing too, where there's so much on TikTok and Twitter. Like, how much of it are we just like now seeing that we didn't used to see in terms of like True. people pissing themselves or like throwing up yeah. like on the side of like a tea box uh yeah so i don't know i guess that's my my first thought is like part of this is just like a what are we seeing that we previously weren't uh, yeah but who knows we're like we're we're so aware of it now um completely agree like we we've created a monster like we 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 don't know what we've done uh it's like a jurassic park moment like you never stop to think whether or not you should. You do you the PGA tour is just like, can we create a party at a golf tournament? And they were never like, How big can we let this party get at a golf tournament? Yeah. Uh and I don't I mean, obviously this year from the players' perspective seemed different, but compared to other years or last year, like there's always a streaker. There's always somebody who runs on to sixteen. Um, you know, maybe just a few bunny ears players caught a few more comments they didn't like, but it didn't seem that outlandish compared to what we've seen in the last five years. Like it, it seemed like the normal morons, like getting hammered and, and messing around on, on 16 and 17. Like it really didn't seem that special. Yeah. I think it's totally a coverage thing. Like 
Kiz and Smiley, you know, were on 16 like all weekend. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it was like in, in the viewer's face, like this is total carnage. And I mean, they were kind of like supportive of it, but yeah, 100%. I can imagine people who, who weren't. Um, what, I, what I will say is it totally unrelated, but it makes me think like if I were planning a bachelor party these days, like I probably wouldn't do it at the waste management just because there are so many cameras there. Yeah, hundred <laughs> like, percent. You, Did you see? Like, it used to be a place where you could go and, and at least like get away with all of that stuff. But yeah, that was a pretty decent chance that you're gonna get like you're gonna your be... job. Did you see? A, I saw a, t- a tweet this morning. I think it just like surfaced last night or this morning. Uh, a guy texting his girlfriend, and she was like, "You are in serious trouble." I just talked to like Victoria or whatever her friend's name is, and she goes, "There is no business trip in Arizona." She just texted me that you guys are all at some golf tournament and you guys have been hammered. Like, and I'm seeing videos from this golf tournament. Like when you get home, we are serious talk. And you're exactly right. Like this is not, this is probably the world's worst place to try and get away for a few days and be a kid again. Yeah. If if you you care about consequences, which some people don't. Yeah. Whoever is ratting out that guy, I don't know who Victoria is, but shame on yeah, her. Yeah, whoever this girlfriend was. Rude. That was absolutely he, a business trip. Yeah, we don't have the full story. Somebody, I'm sure, did something wrong. Um, but yeah, you, you really can't can't escape anymore. Uh, but I think you should be able to. It's it's unfair. You know, the the 25 year old man has has nowhere left to be in this world. No, that's that's not well, true at all. You, I think part of it is like like the the Ryder Cup. It's like no holds bar, right? Like you can yeah. yell the entire time, mm-hmm. depending on where you're at, kind of like while people are swinging, like when people aren't swinging, it doesn't matter. I think on 16, right? Like they, they tell people, they do like the happy Gilmore, like get louder, like as I'm yeah. in my backswing. And then there's sort of this weird expectation, the rest of the course that like, all right, at least follow the rule where like, if I'm swinging, like try not to yell then. Yeah. Uh, which I think is where there's like the gray area because yeah. it's either yell the entire time or don't yell anything while I'm sort of swinging that I yeah. think causes a lot of issues, which is just like, if you just let people yell the entire time that you'd almost be better off. hundred percent. And that's really, you could see that from the coverage. Like that is how they try and treat this tournament. Like kids and smiley were awesome. I think NBC really is, is close to having something different and cool and a reason to keep coming back to NBC with with kids and smiley together and and doing stuff like that and then they would cut away from them and they would go to like the third hole and it would be dead silent it would be totally no offense to uh, I don't know who their other analysts are at this point there but it's just a normal golf tournament all of a sudden it felt like it feels like going to commercial it's like oh, I can go on my phone now this is just see Heath playing the third hole it's it's become like a one whole event and you kind of lose touch with what's usually a very, very good golf tournament. Yeah. It's a, that's such a good point because I did lose this plot of the actual tournament. Like yeah. For sure. We haven't, it's, it's been 10 minutes. We didn't talk about a two hole playoff <laughs> between a 48 year old who title sponsor is waste management and a Canadian who was trying to like lock up uh, a really major set of exemptions. It, it, it's just a, a byproduct of, of what the tour has created. It, it, it is that. I will say it's, it's a couple of things. One, everything you just said. Two, like the Super Bowl was on Sunday. So like I actually watched way more on Saturday and sort of leading up to 100%. Sunday than I did yes. on, on Sunday, which, which isn't really their fault. Um, and, and also like the leaderboard shifted a lot. Like you, you wouldn't have picked uh, sort of Nick Taylor to win it at the end of Saturday. So like no. it... It just made it so that like you weren't prepared for this like very exciting, uh, very, uh, just very different finish to it with people that had had great stories. Um, yeah. So yeah, I actually felt bad that I really wasn't paying attention to any of that. It was it was super unfortunate. Like honestly, if I I was at home with my parents and if I was not watching with them, I don't think I would have changed the channel because I like the first quarter of the Super Bowl, like whatever. I mean. I'll catch the second, third, and fourth. Um, I, I think I would have watched the last two holes of the playoffs, and at at home that you know 
my parents aren't as focused on just pure watching sports as much as we are in this apartment. So they don't have two screens side by side, ready to go. It's not like the way yeah. that that generation thinks. Um, but you're right. It's, it's just, they, they do get swallowed up by everything that's going on in the world on that Sunday. Uh, and you're, yeah, another, what, what did you, what did you think of the uh, playoff? I mean, fantastic. Like Nick, I, I didn't know Nick Taylor had that dog in him. Like those walk-ins yeah. were very like no laying up tweeted immediately. Like these are hall of fame walk-ins. Uh, I'm excited for the president's cup. Now the president's cup does almost nothing for me. Um, other than the fact that like, I'm a big Hideki guy. So it's interesting to watch him in that environment. But in Canada, like Golf Canada has a ton of momentum right now. Uh, and it's, it's going to be a really interesting storyline for the rest of the PGA Tour season and through to, to Montreal. Do any Canada guys go to live? I'm trying to think. Um, not the big, so not Taylor, not Hadwin, and not Connors. But yeah. there has to be a few that have made it that are less less significant than those yeah they're an awesome squad they're so cool they're so fun and they love each other like they they have really good they kind of have what like pga of america tries to create with like their pod like they're such a strong pod that if they can all line up their games at the same time uh they they could actually win a president's cup which would be you know, in, interesting for once. Uh, like I, not, I mean, it, <laughs> I any. would love a season long live type league of like that pod. As yeah, a team. that would be cool. Like, that, that would be a good way to organize it. Stuff yeah. that people could get excited about. Yeah. And um, uh, does not look like there's there's any who have who have made the jump. There might be some like fill in spots that we don't know about, but none of the none of the big important names have have left yet. Yeah. So it's pretty interesting. I actually, I don't know. Part of me is curious what the, uh, how, how does Canada, how are Canadian Saudi relationships these days? I have no idea. Great question. I was going to make a more, (laughs) my next tangent was about to be about like hockey Canada and, and golf Canada. Uh, hockey Canada is a shit show at the moment. Um, for just, you can look it up on your own. We don't need to get into it on the pod, but, they are a mess. Uh, they're, you know, the U.S. has has dominated the men's game this year so far. Uh, the women's game uh, were neck and neck, but like Hockey Canada organizationally is 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 in shambles. Golf Canada could be the new like path to national importance for them. I, I, the Canadian Open might be their their like star, their their crowning achievement right now. That would be sick. Which which I love because yeah I I don't care for Hockey Canada but uh, any, anything could happen here. Great tournament overall and it, it's really cool to see the momentum the tour does have uh, going right now. Uh, what about let's just go down the leaderboard quickly. Hmm. Um, what do you think about Scotty? Kind of. Uh, I mean the the D green was awesome. Uh, I was watching live right. at that point. He. I mean, it's something that like any amateur does twice a year, probably just below the hole and just threw himself from the green to a bunker, like such a bad lag putt that he was, he was in the bunker. It's, it's upsetting, but it's also like terrifying. Like when Hideki won his masters, he was in a run of play where he was hitting the ball so well that if he even was just average on the greens, he was going to win the golf tournament. And Scotty is hitting the ball so exceptionally well that he just yeah. has to be like bad. He doesn't have to be okay. He he has to be bad instead of catastrophic on the greens. And he will win every golf tournament, which is unbelievable. And I don't know what, what his fix is for that. I don't know if, if we've seen anything like this, but his ball striking numbers are like, we're talking tiger level ball striking numbers at the moment. Yeah, off the charts, uh, strokes yeah. gained, like T degree. Yeah. Actually, the Hideki comp is, is a pretty good one. I actually hadn't put that together before. But Hideki, at least, 
it w- it wasn't as like manic as I feel like it is with Scotty. Like, Agree. Like, yeah, Decky's not a very good putter, and Scotty's like he refuses to talk about it. Like yeah. he's like, no, I'm I'm a good putter, and then it's no. like, dude, you were awful putter. Yeah, that's a great point. Yeah, Hideki would just like, well, obviously he wasn't talking to our, to our media, but it was just known like, yeah, he, he's just not the best, like whatever. It's just not the strongest part of his game. If he has a hot, it, the difference is if he had a hot weekend, he would win. Scotty is like, we have no effing clue what's going to happen this weekend. And he could have a take himself out of the top five weekends. Like, it, yeah. It's it's scary stuff. That being said, I think we're we're both set to to throw them in our in our lineups uh, for the rift. Yeah. But we'll we'll get to that in a second. And actually, the the only other name I was going to bring up was Justin Thomas. Yeah, um, I, and well, I gave you credit, yeah, Justin, Justin, and Sahith. Gave you credit before we got on. Um, you are so far dominating me in the uh, year long predictions. Uh, my prediction, of course, uh, left the PGA Tour, and yours has like racked up three top tens in twenty twenty four so far. JT looks great. He also looks very much in control. Like he didn't get caught up in any of the waste management stuff. He he made a few comments about how it was a little crazy, but like he looks locked in. Uh, and if like I think it's just a matter of time. He just needs a few more breaks, and he's he's definitely going to get a win in the next few months here. Hundred percent, and so he again. I, again, I also feel like he's 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 just gonna have to have a win in the next few months. He or Cara Dixon talked about how much confidence he's exuding since his win. It, it just feels like it, it doesn't feel like he's got imposter syndrome anymore. He knows he can win. He just got some bad. He just had a bad nine holes, and he he couldn't get back from it because everyone else was hot. But I think he is easily going to put up two wins this year. I, I think that that was my only takeaway. Was like, I think he. I actually, what what is he ranked? But my point was going to be like, he's a top ten player in the world. Like, I think yes, him and uh, Ludwig, Ludwig are, are kind of. They should both be in in whatever conversation people are having. Like, yeah, those are probably the two that I would say. Like, don't forget about Sahith and Ludwig. According to the official OWGRs, which of course are incredibly flawed at this point in world history, Sothis is actually twentieth. Um, so, but I, I would I would imagine his strokes gain numbers are above that. I mean, he's behind like Keegan Bradley, Tommy Fleetwood, Colin Morikawa <laughs> at, at this moment. No offense to Keegan, he's one of my one of my guys. But like, Sahith is at to your point playing top 10 golf yeah all right tree hit uh the genesis yeah the one of the crown jewels on tour uh obviously following up the release of of sun day red uh tiger is hosting this week uh at the riv we can start there and then go into our picks i i didn't like anything they dropped and people were looking at me funny in the office when i said that i don't like a single thing i I mean, the, the biggest thing for me is like I, I feel super dumb when I say it. I go, sun day run day. I, I, like I, I feel like I'm trying way too hard, or like I'm afraid to like screw something up. Yeah, like that. I just, I still, I don't understand what the the point was there. No, nope, um, don't get it. Um, unless, like, I it just it still doesn't make sense to me. It's like, oh, no, I was so, gonna like, ask. Is, yeah, I was hoping you <laughs> for, knew like, five year olds. Yeah, I, I was hoping you knew because it makes no sense to me. And I, I haven't seen an explanation anywhere. They just, it was just, it seems to be just like a stylistic choice to make it two words, which, the, like, whatever. The only thing I've seen was some emphasis on, like, this is a new day. Uh, okay. <laughs> so some, some version of, I, I think this is such a stretch and I'm totally making this up, but I, my version of it is like putting the emphasis on, like, the, it's a new day, like, the sun is rising. Okay. That's the only I mean, thing I'll we could go with that, but I if that's it, fine. Like that's not that's not bad. It's just it's just it's just a weird choice to to misspell a word. Um but yet like I will 
probably buy. There's so many articles. There are so many articles about this now that I'm looking it up. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Like with any you answers, today, why just is trying it... to be like, what the hell? Nothing that makes sense to me. I just watched this clip of the guy on stage with Tiger. Some version of like the rule of three being something that like Tiger's sort of like been really like that has either been super important to him or like that's been like a motivational factor for him throughout his life and his career. Uh, okay. And then at the end, he was literally saying like, sun is important because sun is better than no sun. Red, the, the, the red thing, obviously, I think we all get like he yeah, wears red. Red we got. Days and that comes from his mom. Um, but I didn't find an answer that I was happy with. I'll tell you that much. Okay. So I, this is um, my great aunt, major champion, uh, LPGA tour uh pioneer. She had a rule of 3 that she would never play a tournament ever again if she could win it 3 times in a row. Um eventually she had to like break that rule cuz she was kind of out of tournaments in the northeast amateur scene. Um but she like, won them all three times in a row. Yeah, she would just crush 3 years in a row and then be like, "All right, I'm what? done. Not coming back." If you look at um like the clubhouse championships in uh like Racebrook Country Club, which is where her club, she would like junior club championship, women's club championship, it would just be like blocks of three. And then she would like not enter for a little bit because she would be bored. And then it would be three more blocks and then three more blocks. And it was just like a pure boredom thing because she was just thrashing people. So maybe yeah. that's what Tiger's oh. going for. <laughs> Forget uh, forget Brady or Mahomes. Let's, let's get her on the pod. Well, she's passed. <laughs> oh, she's... But, uh, <laughs> that's a good clip. That's a good clip. Uh, no, she she lived to be like 92. Great life. Fantastic life. We, oh, maybe we'll geez. do a, a history pod of that one day. But okay. the shirt is, is normal. Like, it's no different than a Nike red shirt. Just the swoosh is gone. So, like fine it's a nice polo but the rest of it like the like camouflage one didn't like the black quarter zip didn't really like i like the hoodie like with the tiger logo but overall a miss not not the biggest fan you, you saw the uh explanation behind like the stripes for all of his major wins oh okay did not see that like that so yeah so the the, the logo right is like a a, a tiger that's yeah running and there's like all of these different stripes on it and uh the idea is that i think it's whatever it is it's 14 stripes like all of his i think it's 14 all of his um major wins and, and they, the only thing that was like kind of cool was like they sort of saved room or room. said that they would like somehow redesign it if he were to win another one yeah um so like the, i think the idea being like it's like an evolving okay i like that time. I did see one uh, anti-Faldo tweet that was like, they are never going to have to update that damn logo. So that, that I had no idea what that meant. Um, That's what I was saying. Now, I was like, well, dude, like, he's got enough. There's enough people talking about, like, is he going to win another one? Yeah. I don't think his new apparel brand or, like, his new entire brand needs to also be spurring that conversation. I think no. if anything, the appropriate thing would to be to not, like, participate in that, but be like... 100%. Yeah, is he going to win the Masters this year? Like, that's now, he's basically cementing that that's the only thing. <laughs> like, people yeah. are going to have to ask about it. It's a little much. Yeah. Uh, but that, I'm, I'm glad that he's playing this week. It's always exciting to, to watch him play, obviously, especially at, at, at Riv. Uh, what are, what's your lineup looking like uh, for, for our contest this week? Who do, we, who do we love? Okay, so Riv, Los Angeles. We're doing this again with Splash Sports. So you can go to SplashSports.com. You'll find Banty's four-man at the Genesis Invitational. It's $10 to enter. Winner take all. It's basically like a daily fantasy lineup. You can pick four players from kind of like four different tiers. So here's here's my my team. Uh, tier one, my pick is going to be Scotty. I think the way that like just this the math works around DFS is he's he's going to be at the top of the leaderboard no matter what. And if he puts decent, I think there's a very high chance he's gonna win. He is he's the favorite. I think right now he's six to one plus six hundred. And I think Rory is second best odds at plus a thousand. 
Uh, I, it's, I think for this type of format, you, see, you would have to be feel really good about someone else to not pick Scotty. Yeah. Uh, so he's my number one. Number two, somehow Justin Thomas snuck into the second tier. I'm taking him. I'm going to continue to take him until sort of he proves that I shouldn't be taking him. Uh, the postman, JT Poston. I don't know, sneaky one of my favorite players out there just for literally no other reason other than like he kind of is really good at golf and like otherwise is it seems like a normal guy that's like just fun to watch. And then last but not least, speaking of someone who somehow fell fell this far is Sahith. Uh, yeah. Sahith Yala is my tier four pick. There's no way. I, I, I have to think that like Splash Sports hasn't... <laughs> updated there or like accounted for recent play here and, yeah but that's my lineup scotty jt jt poston and sahi was very very confused as we were going through the tiers and saw sahith in the fourth tier it make, makes no sense you're, you're right somebody somebody must have missed a calculation there um also this is that's arbitrage big, though <laughs> yeah that's true that's the whole game um JT Poston, uh, he must have grown up never imagining he would have to go by his last name when he got to professional golf. Like, what a what a bad beat. That sucks. I'm not related to anything, but, like, that that's so unfortunate. Unless you're, that could somehow turn into the nickname The Postman. In which true. Case. Yeah. True. Yeah. That, he does have a great nickname. That's, Probably that's the best top, case scenario. Top 10 on tour. But, like, his whole life, like, that's JT. And then... It, to get to the toughest stage in, in your in your sport and have to change your name because there's a better JT, just just brutal. Um, and my, and it's not even his name. Like, yeah, his yeah. name is actually JT Poston. Like JT's True. first name is just Justin. It's not like yeah. he's he doesn't have like a middle yeah. initial that he's going by. It's just his full name abbreviated. True. He got screwed. He got he got really screwed there. Um, my tier, obviously, the tier one. Uh, like Scotty was far and away the 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 pick from these like thought about Rory for a second but I like I just don't he's been playing on the wide open you know he, he was successful in the wide open middle east courses like I I'm not saying Rory sprays the ball everywhere but like Scotty's just hitting the ball better is the obvious tier 1 selection uh, tier two local local uh, fans are going to be pulling for Max home game. He he's considering himself back to back defending champ because he finished second to Rom last year. Uh, I'd like to see him you know get a three peat and and I think he's he's poised to do so. And then tier three, Tom Kim, um, kind of a you know a weaker weaker tier if you're looking through Splash for their selections. He's he's been a top twenty machine like he always is. Um, it, it's it's not news that he's been reliable to start twenty twenty four. I think that's that's going to continue. Um, and then tier four, I actually went away from from Sahith, Adam Scott. I just have a feeling when when you get to like regal, uh, well respected, posh private places i just feel very good about adam scott uh and in the state of his game it, it's just like a mindset thing i think he just loves riviera i think i think that's a good take yeah. i think my, what i'm trying to figure out like with this style of contest right like there's no odds associated with each player and there's no points for like second place so there's some balance of like pick people who are going to be at the top of the leaderboard but yeah. you also have to pick you know enough people that like you're gonna get the winner uh again because if you're not literally if you're not first you're last yeah there's no there's no point in trying to aim for a guy who's gonna play okay so that was that was the thought with so maybe tom kim's a terrible pick i also just checked <laughs> he he has not been a top 10 machine he's had a pretty average 2024 i so don't think far. he's been on his game but no he, he will turn it around i can guarantee he will that. absolutely will he yeah he uh T45 cut T31 T17. So like not bad but Maya Culpa getting out in front of it not a top 10 machine in 2024. Incorrect statement. Um but very excited Riv is outside of the majors best like 
golf tournament to watch probably on on the regular PGA Tour schedule. Just it's so good from pure golf sicko perspectives. So very very excited to, uh, for all that and and looking forward to it. I think it's just worth noting, like right now, starting with the Genesis, you know, the Super Bowl is over, and we've got about two months till Augusta. This is an awesome stretch of like the West Coast swing. Like, this is such yeah. such good golf um, that we're we're about to get with a little bit less, you know, competing for our our attention with football over. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm I'm pumped. Very very excited, and uh, hopefully Tiger wears some new stuff out on course this week. And uh, he he explains a little bit more of the design because I'd love to hear it. Yeah, I'm sure he will. I'm, he, I am he, excited to see. I think he has how to. It looks. Yeah. Uh, it's just clothes, right? Like they, everything, they, everything else. There's going to be shoes, I think, at some point. I think they're like their chief brand guy mentioned. There's no tailor-made tie-in. Like it's it's not a tailor-made brand. It's a clothing brand like under the tailor-made right. umbrella. So I think they're going to get into a lot of different stuff. with All within clothing, though, yeah. Well, my thought there is just, like, if if the goal is to do what, like, Nike did with, like, Jordans, um, I mean, the, I guess Nike already did that with, like, TW. Yeah. But, and then somehow that fell apart. Um, yeah, like, I, I, just, I don't sad. know who to associate with this, brand is it yeah is it all do i just say oh yeah this is like it's tailor-made uh, second brand me. it made me sad say when like he he did make a comment he's like i'm t tw is in the past like i'm over it like your best friend breaking up with a girlfriend you really liked and he and is fine <laughs> with it but seemingly like that that's because the tw brand is the best so really unfortunate yeah gosh all right we'll see well Looking forward to it and uh, enjoy the riff. All right. Thanks, everyone. Swing it like a boomerang, a tank, come around, round, wanna hit the top, top. You know what's the big whoop when I play my game and then I make my mama proud. Smash, bang, you gotta hit the ball far, then the crowd goes, then you hear the ooh la 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 la